What's happening, RSL Nation? It's your what? boys Adele and uh, the Baker. But why are you messing with a good thing? With what? another post match quickie. It's just a post match quickie. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't make it weird. Is there music playing? I'm getting fucking freaking next. RSL Nation, it's your boys. We're right back at you with another post-match quickie. The Baker, how you feeling, homie? Yeah, how do I sound? Because I saw you messing with the You dial. sound good, but uh, you, you want to tell them what just happened. Well, A, we had... Here's the thing. We have what people in the business like to call a standard intro, and then you ruined it. I did not. You did. You changed it, which makes it how? non-standard. You said something different. I forget the exact wording, but instead of saying, what's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and the Baker. You That's said, quite literally what I said. No. Go play it back. Play yeah. it back. Oh, how, how about this? Loser buys victory burritos on Saturday. Okay. All right. Deal. We're listening back to it. I guarantee you, you did not say, what's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and the RSL Nation, it's your boys Adele and the Baker. You we said it now, here. but it doesn't count. We are here with a post-match quickie. We just got back from one of the more beautiful matches of the season. RSL just beat mm -hmm. the Seattle Sounders. Yeah. 3-0. 3-0. At home. That's what happened. I was there. You were there. The Sounders were there. It's great. A lot of Sounders were there. I mean, there was the uh, 11 mean, on the field, and, and I think it was a good number of Sounders fans that was there. Given the fact that it's a Wednesday, yeah. It's a Wednesday game. Mm -hmm. uh, they were not the loudest. No, not, not their best showing, which I'm fine with. We still appreciate them coming out to good old Salt Lake of City. I also fundamentally believe that most of those Sounders that we saw today live in the Valley. There's probably some of that. At least half. Minimum. So, uh, hey, it's always good to see traveling fans. Sure, I just don't think they traveled very far. Well, they're away fans, let's say it that way. Okay, all I'm saying is it's easy to throw in a Sounders jersey. If you live in Salt Lake City and you're a Sounders fan, there's a special place in heck for you. You do know that, you know, like people with like tech jobs that are being priced out of Seattle are moving to Salt Lake, right? Yes, I very do. common. Let's not get into that. Let's talk about the just game. Just saying, real quick. if you want to, if you want to get the socioeconomics of. This is supposed to be a post-match quickie. So Real Salt Lake just beat the Seattle Sounders by a score of 3-0. It was a beautiful match for many reasons. One of those reasons being that the Western Conference standings, the playoff standings at this moment, between spots 2 and about 8, even 9, are tighter than, as someone said earlier today on the Facebook, mm. Deloy Hansen's wallet. Right. You're, I talking, think you're I, talking about the Western Conference standings? The Western Conference standings, yes. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I hold on a second. I need to give credit mm. where credit is due. Yeah, while you look for this person's name. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy to think that we went from, I think, six. Sarah Christensen. Sh Sarah Shiving, I think, Christensen. Right. Said Deloitte's pocketbook. Good answer. But yeah, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of insane to think about the fact that we went from I think sixth to at one point second to fourth as the night progressed, um, uh, and I think Minnesota United, if I'm not mistaken, and LA Galaxy are the ones that kind of ended up getting wins. Well, with. LA ended up winning two zero at home. Look, we start. What what is the most insane thing is this? This this is one of those games that is a proper proper six pointer. 
Yeah, it's a six points swing. We're playing a team that's that was two points ahead of us in second place. Right. We were in sixth at that time. Yep. And we, they were in second. They yep. were the number two team they in the were West. In second, and now we beat them. We are exactly one point ahead of them. So that doesn't make the West any less tight. It's actually sure. could end up being even tighter by the end of the night. Maybe a little less, but not much. Right. But the downside of a loss to someone like this would mean that the second place team would be five points away. This is an absolutely massive, right. massive result. We can finish the night no worse than fourth in this case, which puts us drastically and significantly behind first LAFC. Just leave that alone, right? Sure. Yeah, that, there's, no really, there's no point in discussing that And anymore. no more than about a point behind second. Also about four points behind seventh. Right, that, that's how, ahead of seventh. You mean ahead of seventh? Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. how tight the West is, right? Yeah, it, it's pretty insane. Pretty it's asinine. Absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. So why don't we get into the game real quick? Sure. Three zero win. It's also worth noting that if we were to lose tonight and all things stayed standard, all of a sudden we're competing for like seventh. It's just a totally, totally. Uh, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, it's, I think it's a nice breathing room. As a result of this game, the conversation changes completely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all of a sudden slightly more positive than I think. Like, it's funny how one game all of a sudden matters so much in the greater scheme of this weekend. This particular game, you're absolutely correct. I, I think it's beyond one game. We have been on a bit of a tear of late. Yeah, yeah we were trying we are, to... We're undefeated in six now, I mm -hmm. believe. Yep. And I think we have won four of those six, if I remember correctly. We tied Dallas. Mm -hmm. We beat NYCFC. We beat... Obviously, Seattle tonight. We beat SKC, SKC twice Philadelphia in like Union. A seven, and the Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've won the last three in a row. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, that's, it's a good time to be an RSL fan. It is a good time. Well, well yeah. Yes or no. It's, it's, mean, an, it's an interesting time to be an RSL fan. Well, let's talk about tonight. So three goals. Albert with another screamer of a goal. Let's do them in order. Johnson? Well, yes. All right. So, so Sam Johnson's goal for 1-0, a little bit of a deflection. Absolutely. Yeah, but he like made that work. Like he went and created that space by himself. It was it was a beautiful take. Yeah. He, and, and I think you posted on our Twitter uh, uh something of like guess, guess who's back. Guess who's back? Yeah, I mean the dude just like does, again. doesn't stop. He, he like he's Sam is back. He is he is the anti-Cory Baird. He's the anti-Cory Baird. Guess who's back? Yes, it was back. So our simulation were a couple deep, and it shows nah, on nah, some, nah, some nah, more nah, than others. Nah, nah, nah. Do you remember? Were you around for? Yes, uh, I was around for Eminem. Eminem. He's my yeah. favorite rapper. Quit blowing out the speakers. Um, and no, like, so remember when Corey Baird was on like the you know he was the rookie of the year. He was our starting striker for better or worse. And last year, yeah. And a complaint I had about him was. The dude's good, but he needs five chances to score a goal. It's really nice to see what you get with like a proper number nine, you know, some experience, know what he's doing. Like Sam Johnson doesn't bleed chances, and it showed tonight. And it was just, it was awesome to see him, you know, put one in the back of the net. I think people will get carried away with just the goal. The goal was beautiful. It was a well-taken goal. I mean, it, it, it put it away nicely. It, it, it's also let's acknowledge the fact that we got a little bit lucky. It well, could have I mean, just easily deflected the other way and over the bar or something. Well, yeah, but he. The, uh, what I'm saying is the way he received the ball, took it down, controlled it, went he, around the guy, put it mm, what on, on frame. He it, he did put it on frame initially with power. 
and, and I think and I think the reason that became a goal was because there was power. You know, deflections are weird like that. Like you can't plan for it, and it it did what it was going to do. You got to stop messing with these dials, man. You got to stop messing with the dials. I'm turning you up because you I have, get it, man. But it's like, it's, but the only reason you have to turn it up is because you were messing with it after we were testing. Just leave it alone. It, it's like a new shiny new toy. I get it. Proceed. Sam Johnson scored a goal. Sco- Welcome back, Sam Johnson. Yeah. How much did we need that dude back? Yeah, so much, so much. I mean, it, it's uh, you know proper starting eleven. I was, um, and and I think we have this as a talking point for later in the line. I was perplexed with him leaving the field, uh, being sub subbed out. Um, hindsight being at, at the time he left. At, at the time he left, we were up one zero when Sam Johnson left the field. Um, hindsight being twenty twenty, all of a sudden. He's rested somewhat for Saturday. Um, that you know that level of confidence from uh, from Freddie is is pretty amazing. But yeah, Sam Johnson, nice goal. I don't think it makes his personal highlight reel or anything. I think sometimes it's the old adage of it's better to be lucky than good. And tonight, Sam Johnson was a little more lucky than he was good. If and that's okay. On, if you put him on frame and power, chances of sc- uh, of, of scoring a goal drastically increase. So let's move on to the next goal real quick. Because uh, that was Albert, another yeah, as as they call it, screamer, another outside shot. Was it from? I'm I'm trying to remember it now. Was it from distance? It, well, I mean, it wasn't like not like this couple distance, of weeks yeah, ago, yeah, but you. yes, it was, it was outside the 18, I think. Okay. Hold on me. He had a good game tonight. I, I thought most people had a good game. Most players had a good game mm. tonight. Let's get through the goal so we can play talk about some other guys because I think sure. the player of the match, in my opinion, is a guy that did not score a goal. A, a defender, yeah. And so, I think we're uh, thinking of the same dude. What do you think about Albert Rushnak's goal and or performance tonight? Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, I think you and I had this conversation... Not think. We definitely had this conversation as the game was progressing and as what I can only describe as a relatively weird substitution pattern took place. Yeah. Uh, you know, no disrespect to Freddie. It worked out and I just, it, it, it can be weird as long as it works out. Um, I was trying to figure out his position like to like, at least half the time. Like he kind of starts on the wing. He kind of starts as an attacking midfielder. He goes back to the wing as, you know, Demir gets pushed further up. Um, there's all, uh, there's all kinds of, I don't know, weird, we didn't. I feel like this was the most unorthodox our attacking four has looked for 90 minutes, and I'm okay with that because if I'm confused as a dude who literally watches every RSL game at least once, I can't even imagine what the Sounders defense is thinking. Um, Rushnak had a very nice game. He, I, I don't think he's like stood out head and shoulders above anybody in my opinion, but overall, um, you know. A, a solid, solid performance. Um, uh, subbed out in the 76th minute, so also getting some rest, I think roughly, you know, half an hour realistically. Do you have any idea what position Albert Ruschner actually played tonight? Um, I think he started as a winger, transitioned to an attacking midfielder, transitioned back as a winger, and then was subbed off. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and I'm okay with that. Like, I, hey, I, that's you, one. Th- you cannot argue with the result. Look, you can't. At you the can't. end of the day, a result speaks for itself. Sure, it was a bit of a depleted Seattle Sounders side, but whatever. Sure, you, you have to beat the team in front of you. That was, that's the only and thing we did you that. can quite literally do in this case. So, uh, 2-0 with Albert, 3-0 through the kid Curry. Corey. Well, 
trying to do a play in words here. I but but what's Kid you Curry? You do not know who Kid Curry is? No. Like a Western legend, gunslinger. How old? Oh, God damn. I'm. I, here's here's what I think this is. I think this is you. You know, in your immigrant way, I can say that because I'm also an immigrant. So don't get offended. Twitter RSL. <laughs> That's a preface. Pretty sure he just. I'm. I triggered. I triggered some people. No, it, it's. I. I think it's one of those things where you. I'm showing him. Harvey Logan, Harvey Alexander Logan, also known as Kid Curry. Y- yeah, You've no, I never heard of. Kid literally, Curry. this is the first time. Holy cow! Holy crap! Gosh darn it! Gosh dangly! You've never heard of Kid Curry. All right, never mind. So the Kid Curry. Yeah. We will educate our cell nation on who Kid Curry is. I guarantee you, most of our cell nation with is with that, this one. That that's why we're gonna have to educate them on this. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gunslinger, back. apparently. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Gunslinger. Uh, so let me ask you this question. Well, actually, let me let me profess something. Not even profess something. Let me confess something. How about you just say something? I'm going to confess something. I prefer if you just said something at this point. Well, you already know what I'm going to say because you heard me talk throughout the game because we stand next to each other at the game. But Nike, just do it. I was not a fan of what he was doing. I, I think I remember telling you multiple times that I kept forgetting mm. Kit Corey was on the field. Yeah, yeah. Especially that he had a rough first half. And then he scores again. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It, it was, was a nice breakaway. He has, was, the kids got pace. Beautiful breakaway, mm-hmm. beautiful composure, beautiful way to put it away. He, he misses that last year. Everything he did about that was beautiful, and Absolutely. that's at the end of the day all that matters. I was still confused why he was on there and why Bofo wasn't, but then again, Bofo maybe is fresh for the right. next Right, now game. we got Bofo fresh for Saturday. So 3-0, we win. All three goal scorers did well. Let's talk about some of the other dudes, yes? Why not? I thought, um, well, my man of the match mm-hmm. um is uh, Nedim. Yeah, I, I think you and I agree on that. Yeah. I mean, Nedim, welcome back properly this time. Yes. Uh, that dude is night and day difference in what the club does and, the, and or doesn't do. Yeah, he's he's a really, uh, really big piece of that defensive line. Um, I think he's the number one most important piece of that defensive line. Yeah, I thought Justin Glad had a yeah. good night. I think Justin Glad had a fine night. I thought Herrera had a good night. Yep. I thought uh, Toya did not have the greatest of nights. No, dude, that left side keeps getting exploited. He, I mean, he, he it got the job done, but uh, it, it was real touch and go, though. Is it okay? So it's not just me that it keeps feeling like teams keep attacking us through their right our left sure but also don't don't correlation doesn't cause isn't necessarily causation to use the old line from stats class keep in mind that mls going to mls and the salary cap is the salary cap a lot of teams have much better attacking right options than they do left options dude who are good with their left foot usually cost extra I think that's a really good point, actually. You know, like for, it, for a change, you make a good point. All I do is drop knowledge, cuh. So what I'm saying here is this: All right, if that's common knowledge, then that means the number one investment for any team should be a left back after you get your yeah, uh, bec- uh, offensive options. So, anyways, defense I thought did well. I thought Justin Glad had a good game. 
mm-hmm. had a couple of incredible, amazing takeaways. Nedim, my opinion, man of the match. I agree. Deflected at least two or three shots on goal, but yeah. also just kind of shut everyone down before they had a chance to take a shot on goal. I, I think Nedim's individual performance is what keeps Rui Diaz off the score sheet. And the, yes. and the Sounders strike me as one of those teams that once they get one, they tend to go and get two and They're three. They're not a bad team. I've seen them oh, beat no. some very high-quality teams Absolutely at home not. and even away earlier this year. So mm-hmm. let's, uh, the rest of the team. So I thought Everton, um, as good as he's been all year, man, that man has been everywhere. Talk about you know the kid Corey. More importantly, I mean, just like kid Corey, and I, yes, I'm going to stick with that from now on. Yeah, it's fine. Just I feel, I feel like you're gonna want to. We're gonna have to educate. Just call some kid, call a kid Corey instead of kid Curry. So Corey, I thought was all over the field, but also so was uh, uh, Everton. Everton could have had one or two assists had players finished the chances. I thought he was creating for them that they should have finished. They obviously didn't. Yeah, for sure. Just uh, an outstanding performance, had a yellow card, so that's not going to sit well. I think he might miss the next match. We can confirm yeah, that in a bit here. Sure. Uh, kept Kyle Beckham enough to feel. We'll get to the next game in just a second here. I think some of these players who didn't play, who we wanted to see on the field, might be really good that they didn't play because they might have to play next game. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I, I think we talked or alluded to this earlier in the quickie. Uh, I was genuinely perplexed by some of Freddie's substitution pattern choices, specifically the first one. Uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, and seeing how things work out and seeing which players didn't have any minutes or minimal minutes, all of a sudden I'm way more okay with it. Like you said, oh, like we said earlier, no one complains when the results are there. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you keep winning, I'm, I'm fine with it. It was unorthodox. And then uh, the last guy we're missing, I think, is uh, Demir. Demir, usual, solid, awesome game, mm-hmm. as he always does. Also nothing, one of those dudes. Playing about. Also one of those dudes that was kind of all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone was all over the place. I think overall the, um, the effort was absolutely there. Now let's talk about RSL Nation real quick. It was a Wednesday game night. Didn't feel like it. Did not feel like it. It was it was good attendance. Far from a sellout. I haven't looked at the actual numbers. I'll bet you anything their actual numbers are going to read something like 18,000 or whatever. Yeah, because I think they look at like tickets sold. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can guarantee you that there were a lot of tickets. They were probably sold because of season tickets in section at least 35 and uh, the South Goal. And people were not there. Correct. I judge the sellout rate of the stadium. If you, In case you pull it up, don't tell me yet because mm-hmm. we need to make a guessing game out of this. I judge the sellout rate of the stadium based on how the um, southeast and southwest corners of the stadium are full because those are the last tickets to sell. So if the southeast corner and the southwest corners look like they have a lot of people in them, that means they sold a lot of tickets. And both of those corners had a lot of people in them tonight. So I would say that their rate was probably north of 18,000 tonight. So I don't, I don't think it's up yet. Okay. Uh, then we, uh, I'm going to say 18. I'm going to say 18,250. Right. Um, what say you? I don't know. Let's go 1653. I'm definitely winning this one. Whoever is closest. I mean, you're, you're already going to owe me because you didn't use the standard intro. 
Okay, so this is a way to double down on that. Nah, I'm just going to take my victory burrito. All right. Um, so I think that covered the game. Are we missing anything? Uh, good, decent, nothing chippy. Felt like a professional game. Guys came in, stepped up. Yeah. Nothing crazy. And then we got LAFC this Saturday. LAFC this Saturday. I, I think the only the only other thing that's maybe worth you know discussing, and, and once again, it, it worked out, so it's, it's okay. Um, but in the 66th minute, we pulled out Sam Johnson and put in uh, Justin Portillo. I've noticed a... I feel like all of a sudden Seattle was on the front foot for the next, like, you know, conservatively, I think, five, six minutes until we got the second goal, um, which, yeah, happened in the 71st minute, and we made the substitution in the 66th. But those five minutes, I was like, I was hanging on there. It it wasn't pretty. Um, Seattle looked way more dangerous after that sub. It, it, it wasn't one that I understood. I don't think it was because of the sub, though. Well, maybe it was because I think that sub effectively forced the mirror up front to the nine. Correct. All So the way I looked at it, that substitution did two things. It made our striker weaker and it made our midfield weaker. And those were uh, – th- that's where I think the big change happened. It, was, it wasn't necessarily the, the man-for-man substitution. It was what it meant for the other 10 guys on the field. Yeah. Uh, nine right. field players, I should say. Um, you know, you can change the formation too when you make a sub. For sure. And I think that's obviously what happened. You, you know, uh, And I think that that same, that same feature of RSL's quote-unquote starting 11 tonight – ended up being a benefit with subs two and three where all of a sudden Seattle were super confused as to where to expect Jefferson, where to expect Albert, where to expect Jao Plata. I, I think they were genuinely having a hard time figuring out who was going to occupy what space. Uh, and I think they had a hard time tracking, tracking players. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, it, it worked. It, absolutely, day, absolutely. It worked. Let's just keep hoping it keeps working. So I, it's just for five minutes. I felt like we were trying to get there the were points mul- away. I feel like there were multiple five-minute stretches where I did not feel comfortable with yeah. what was going on on the field. Yeah. So I, it, it wasn't a five-minute stretch. There were multiple stretches of time where I was like, right, this might not work out very well. So just to clarify, I think this was the five-minute stretch where I feel like we did it to ourselves. The other five-minute stretches were Seattle doing Seattle things well. And the reason I think those five-minute stretches didn't end up being uh, punishing for us was because of Nedham's standout performance, where he made some really key clearances at really key times. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I'm looking through some of the Facebook feedback. Guess what? Uh, We're not going to mention any of this pet key thing. You know why? Because we said we wouldn't. Exactly. Three straight wins and a 3-0 win tonight for the first official match with our new coach, says Joe Shannon. Mm-hmm. Becky this, Becky that. Paul Larson says, man, it feels good to win. I agree, Paul. Craig says, it feels real good. Uh, well, yeah, I agree with that as well. He's got a qualifier there. Uh, Tim uh, Strop says, a beautiful, I agree with that. Uh, it is uh, Mark Hutter says it is. It just sets up the next game and makes it huge. I agree with that as well. OMG, that was my score, said Manny. 
the rest is pecky. So we will, <laughs> we will not read that stuff out. So let's get into this real quick. We're about 24 minutes in already. So let's are talk we not, about. Are we not done? Are we done with this? Let's, let's spend about five minutes talking about the upcoming game. I mean, LAFC at home. Yeah. Number one team. Probably, I would say this is one of those historic teams, in my opinion. Right. The way that Atlanta was, was that just last year? Feels like it was longer than just last it was, year. It was last year, yeah, last year. They were they were a historic team last year. When you play them and you have a chance to win, you try to take it. Uh, our luck is this. Bofo did not see a minute tonight. Kyle Beckerman did not see a minute tonight. I think most of the rest of the starting lineup is young enough and healthy enough to go 90. I think Sam Johnson and, back. Sam Johnson looks good enough to go another 65 to 85. I don't have the worst feeling in the world about this match. Um I I I guess I uh, I share that sentiment but for no other reason than I than the fact that my expectations are pretty low. Um and it's twofold. It's the fact that LAFC uh just I think did a pretty solid job of dismantling the New York Red Bulls last weekend, uh, which which is also incidentally the where I heard that Pecky had gotten fired. <laughs> but also, you know, to kind of what that means is it means they're rested. They did not have a Wednesday. They didn't play today. Uh, they're a rested side. They they don't have a congested uh, schedule, um, and they're also the best team in the league by a pretty healthy margin. I think RSL has found a pretty interesting and, and effective defensive shape, and we have some like key defensive contributors, and I think we're a better defending team than we've ever been, at least in recent memory. Um, but also it's LAFC. Um, we get a tie. I'm notching that up as a dubs. W is a win. Oh, a tie at home against LAFC, yes. Yeah, uh, huge. I think our chances are better than what you just made them out to be. In part, let me tell you this, in part because of two, that's a twofold reason. I think LAFC knows mm -hmm. they are a historic team. Yeah. I think our guys know that no one's expecting a damn thing out of them. Right, right, right. Which is when they end up overperforming. Usually. Right. I think if we can keep mm -hmm. the expectations to what they are right now on both teams, we might have a better chance than you think. Sure. I, I Having said that, someone puts a contract in front of me right now and says, sign up for a 0, zero right now. I'm done. Signed. Sure. Next. I, and, and I guess um, you and I have talked about this off air actually quite a bit, and it's interesting that we've never brought this up on air. But um, LA – LAFC is the best regular season. It's the first time in a while that I've I've seen a clear supporter shield winner that I'm like these guys probably aren't winning the MLS Cup. If you know what I mean, like they're not a high pressure team. And and if this was like a playoff game or like a single elimination something or other, I would I would honestly feel better about our chances. I really would. Uh, I think the fact that it's a quote-unquote regular season game um, with, let's be honest, like RSL is currently punching above their above their weight. We're, we're on a good tear. We're, you know, yeah. we're, we're doing well. We're trending positively. We're kind of due for an L. Like, let's, let's, let's be honest. We're due for a loss. 
and, and and I think there's a sense of like, well, let's just get out of the way. And if we're gonna lose, let's lose it to best team in the league. Um, and I think the pressure isn't high enough on LAFC to, for them to cave. I think for us, it would almost be worse to play, say, the Columbus Crew this weekend, who's not doing bad, or a normal team, average team, Colorado. No, see that one's already that different. That's bad, a different example. All right, like a middle of the road. I think for us it would be because we are on a bit of a tear. We are at least six games unbeaten. The majority of those are wins, and the one we lost was that stupid San Jose, like ninety fourth sure, minute sure. put away. Right. So. So what I'm saying is, it would be almost. I think we could buy into our own hype. Sure. If we were playing like a middle of the road team there, mm-hmm. I think if we're pl- I think we're a good enough team that we would just beat the Colorados of the world. No, whether we take them serious or not, is secondary. I mean, it is professional sports, so I guess anyone can win on any given any given day. But especially in the MLS, I think with the Mike Petke thing that's been happening, the the coaching change, the basically looks like strategy change in a bit, and yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, the fact that we're kind of doing well of late. Sure. Despite Cons- conservatively. All, despite all of that, I think LAFC, this is the perfect time to play in LAFC. Right. Um, uh, I think it's more about them not feeling the pressure than RSL thinking or reading into their own you know, press releases. Um, I did just look into like LAFC's schedule, and so they didn't have a Wednesday game to this week, but they are having one the week after they're actually facing san jose um uh, at home which which i could see them you know california being california taking that game maybe slightly more seriously than us which i would love um but but i am curious to see what their starting 11 looks like this saturday knowing that they have a wednesday game i think their starting 11 is going to be 100 percent. really i disagree top lineup it, the only thing that makes any sense we're a surging team we could, with a win there, we're second. Oh, this is very interesting. You ready? You ready for this? So I actually looked at the LAFC schedule. They come to us this Saturday. Obviously, they face San Jose Wednesday eight twenty one, and then they face the LA Galaxy eight twenty five. Didn't they just play the LA Galaxy? Well, I mean, it, just being a relative term, they played them um, like a week ago or two. No, man, uh, seven nineteen is when they played the LA Galaxy. Seems more recent than that. All right, beyond the point. But but they've never beat them. It's the you know the hometown derby or derby or whatever. Yeah. I I knowing what I know now, I'm I feel slightly better because I, 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 I what why you think they're gonna rest players against us? Okay, first of all, yes, I think they are gonna rest players against us so that they are quote unquote more ready to go against San Jose and especially LA Galaxy. I completely disagree with everything you just said because LA between us and LA Galaxy is a proper full week of rest. No, there's not. They have a Wednesday game between us and LA. Right, so they're going to rest players for the Wednesday game in San Jose. Why would they rest them on Saturday? Well, what, they're going to rest them on Saturday, play them Wednesday, then Saturday? That doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't they play them Saturday, rest them Wednesday, play them Saturday? That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, maybe. Beyond the point. I saw. So I don't know their like yellow card accumulation situation right now. Okay, 
Let's just let's just go off. They were a really good that team. Stuff matters. I that think stuff matters. They are the kind of team this year that Atlanta was last year. On steroids. Not literally, but they're about <laughs> No, no, no. No, no. People no. take those kinds of statements very literally these sure, days. Sure, sure. Atlanta was good last year, but they had peers. LAFC is as far as the regular season goes without peers. Well, maybe we can be a peer on Saturday. So here's what I'm saying. I think this, again, I'm restating from earlier. This is the absolutely perfect time for Real Salt Lake to run into this specific and particular team, the uh, the LA Galaxy. I mean, LAFC. LAFC. Yeah. Also, Arsenal, no RU Chivas in this guy's chance. Please. No. No. That no. burned us. No. Um, you want to do score predictions or not yet? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. You go first. Um, I think we score. Mm. I also think they score. Mm. I think we score more. Interesting. I like that. 2-1. Us? Us. See, I have 2-1 to one them. They're both fair. I, I think it's going to be one of those games where someone takes an early lead. Mm. Someone ties it up in like the 60th to 70th. And then wins late. And then someone wins in like the 85th to the 90th. That's the kind of game yeah. I'm foreseeing. Now, I, I can see that happening. I think that's the kind of game we want. We don't want to run with these guys. No. This is oh, the first team icing, that I don't want to play soccer against. Icing on the cake. Blessing is coming. He's the one that said they were going to put five or six on us. Yeah, last I remember game. that. But it was right after we had beat knocked him out of the playoffs. It was our first game post. He's been it was a season later, but sure. Yeah. I mean, he's been relatively quiet since. He's been no well. Okay, maybe with his mouth, but he's been really yeah. Kid's good. good. Kid's good. Kid's yeah. real good. Yeah. He's one of those dudes. He also has an nasty. He has a habit of losing the ball and then running down whoever took it from him. Uh, he actually reminds me of a yeah, uh, he's a bit of a pest, isn't he? Yeah, he reminds me a lot of uh, of uh, Velasquez uh, Rufio. Yeah, a lot like a really similar energy. Like I will ch- like a terrier. Like I will chase everything on the field until you tell me it is dead. And uh, I mean, kind of the way Severino plays when he wants to play defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's gonna like Very run similar. you down and just yeah. like pull and pull and pull and like he'll get he'll foul you. He'll get the ball. Yeah, let's you, leave it at that. You you can pass the ball past him, or you can go past him. You cannot both go past him. Right. True. We ready to wrap it up. Thirty minutes. This was a great post match quickie. Arsenal, we love you. We love you very much. I'm sure you don't mind us too much if you're listening to this. It's been a wonderful three zero win against Seattle, and I guess technically like a preview of LAFC. Have yourself a good evening.